Okay, guys, uh, the people at home, the people in France, Paris, and the people in uh, London, and the people in, uh, not Croatia, the other place, I'm sorry, that area, Eastern Europe, Serbia. <laughs> and uh, whoever listening and didn't go to sleep yet in New York, in Miami, and Boca Raton. So it will be a little bit difficult uh, class because I'm trying to condense in one hour study that I was supposed to do a little bit for 20 hours. So I'm going to take here and there, do the best I can to make it clear for everybody. So that's, that's very important. So tonight's lecture is from the Ari, Rabbi Isaac Luria, from the Zohar, few notes, and we're going to take it in to understand the concept of Rosh Hashanah. We need to understand it. So on a basic level, very basic, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is basically on a simple level, Two events happened on Rosh Hashanah. First event, Adam and Eve were created on Rosh Hashanah. Second event, a little bit later, Joseph the righteous get out of prison. What does that mean for us? We are connecting to the first seed of creation of humanity. So every Rosh Hashanah, you become human again. You recreate yourself. Every Rosh Hashanah. It's not like many people think uh, it's just uh, Happy New Year. No. It cannot be Happy New Year in the seventh month. Impossible. We're talking about from Nisan. So it's Nisar, Yar, Sivan, Tammuz, Av, Elul, Tishrei. Seven months. Cannot be. It cannot be. The, the year counting from Nisan. Nisan is the first month. Aries is the first month. Pesach is the first month. And seven months is Tishrei by the Torah. And that's why if you look at the Torah, Bachodesh Hashvi'i, Be'echad Lachodesh. In the seven months, God said to the people, in the first day of the month, which Rosh Hashanah will be, why? Why we celebrating? Now you know a little bit the simple explanation is because the creation of human being happened and you can change yourself as a human being. So whatever you do in that 48 hours, define what type of person you're going to be for the next of the year. So it's a quite heavy on the mind because you're going to war, not like that, it's, it's here. And the mind has to be 48 hours, concentrate, on change, concentrate on transformation, concentrate on, I don't want this in my life, I want that. It's almost like you're changing your whole engine. Because what is the seven represent in Kabbalah? Malchut. Malchut represents receiving force. So you are actually telling God, the way I used to receive last year, not working for me. I don't want that engine anymore. I want to change engine. So you basically give back your engine. <laughs> you know, you replace engine. And it's very difficult to replace engine. The exchange of who you are now to who you're going to be is not difficult. It's just we, are, we have a difficult time to believe if I give this away, I get something better. The human nature, we don't believe. We don't believe it's possible. So that's what Rosh Hashanah de designed for. You need to know. Now, in heaven, again, I'm continuing with a simple explanation. In heaven, there is a little war going on. There is two angels, those two angels called Aine Hashem, the eyes of God. Those eyes of God are come with files. They come with files under the arm, and next to them is the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord is waiting next to God, starting on uh, uh, morning of Rosh Hashanah. That's why it's good to wake up early. Morning of Rosh Hashanah, the Dark Lord here, 
God sitting in the throne, in the chair of judgment. The dark Lord is here. Those Ene Hashem, the witness, arrive with all what we did, hiddenly and not hiddenly, because a lot of us doing wrong thing, hiddenly, nobody needs to say, <laughs> it's okay, you know, it's okay. And they come and they present the file. What define if it's going to happen or not? If God opened the gate and say, okay, come in, I want to listen to what you have to say. What if God don't open the gate? They stay with their problem, waiting for their chance to speak. I'm giving you again the simple explanation, soon we're going to go to the deep. What we do at that time, when God say, just wait a second. In the morning, we blow shofar. We pray. Once we pray, the war begins. That's what the one who blow the shofar not supposed to eat anything, just drink water. People are allowed to do it too, if you want. Not to have any sweet, not to have anything, just water, water, water. And then, of course, you got to go to mikveh in the morning for the men. Go to mikveh, purify your soul. Because you're going to the hardest war exists in the world. You have to fight dark lord. You have to fight Ener Hashem, the two angels that come and say, hey, we saw that person. He maybe look very nice and all this, big keeper and all this. <laughs> Not exactly what, what, what he say is. And those take garbage are out. There is no such a thing as tzaddikim. It's um, uh, in the Mishnah. There is no righteous who will do only good and will never commit a crime. Everybody commits some crime. It's normal. So by waiting, we blow the shofar. When we blow the shofar, we activate, I think I'm soon going to go to details because the details are very important. Those, this shofar is activating energy that basically cancels the judgment and the complaint of this force that tried to convince God that it's time to take care of business. They have to pay for what they did wrong. So we're only buying time. You need to know what Rosh Hashanah, why it's important. If we will not be able to do shofar in the right way and they pray in the right way, they become activated. Can do a lot. Now, until when they sitting there? <laughs> when they gonna go? The trick, and because we are not here in Yom Kippur, so I need to explain to you that. On Yom Kippur, they are actually stop complaining. Because we're giving them the goat, if you remember. The goat represents all the negativity we ever did. So they want the light that comes with the negativity, so they don't complain. See, if we complain, we don't get the goat. So let's not complain and get everything from them. So that's why they stop complaining. That's why Yom Kippur is so powerful. And after Yom Kippur, we do Sukkot, and we're hugging God, and then Simchat Torah, it's when we become one with God. That's Simchat Torah, and that's all holiday. So we're getting into a marathon of 22 days, 22 days from Rosh Hashanah till the end of Simchat Torah. It's a marathon, it's not a marathon, a marathon sounds heavy. It's a, it's not a war, it's rearrange your movie for next, next year. But it requires investment, it requires understanding, it requires action, it requires thought, and it requires words. There is no such a thing as Rosh Hashanah that it all depends on you and no gift comes from above. All the other holiday, 
you have gift. This holiday, the only gift there is that God said, please wait. That's your gift. You buy time. You have time. He gave, God giving you time. Because God loves you so much. So he said, eh, no, it's okay. Let me hear my children. So the children cry with through the shofarot and Yom Kippur, they have to go. So there is, this is the simple understanding of Hoshana. You got to get super, super, super excited about it because it's in your hand. Now, the bad news for the people who not activated those energy, it's not going to happen by itself. Shabbat happened by itself. Pesach happened by itself. Shavuot happened by itself. The energy come down by itself. Everything is working like this, no problem. Or Shana, if you don't do the activation, shofar, filot, all this, that, nothing. So that's the scary part. So people feel nervous at Rosh Hashanah. When they come into Rosh Hashanah, they feel a little bit pressure. Why is the pressure? Because either you drive the car or either the car will not drive. Everybody understand it? So this is how I want you to go into Rosh Hashanah with that type of consciousness. I drive it, I win. I don't drive it, I don't win. Remember, Shabbat is by itself, like this. No problem, energy flow. You are here, you don't do everything, you do do everything, the energy comes anyway. Because it's been activated from above. It's called Taruta de Leela. But when the energy comes from below, like Rosh Hashanah, Taruta de la Tata, meaning from below. Okay, now we're going to go to the details. Any question on that? This is just a general idea of Rosh Hashanah. Any question on that? Good. All right. So now, let me share with you what exactly happening on Rosh Hashanah. I'm going to go into more details. Those of you who missed some details in this one hour, go on my web on vt1.org, and I'm sure you're going to find more details there. I think I gave some lecture on Rosh Hashanah from the Ari. I did, Deb? I did. Okay, so you can go there again. All right. I'm going to take you now back to the creation of Adam and Eve, okay? Now, the creation of Adam and Eve, I want you to imagine, not imagine, it's in the Bible, it's in Bereshit, that Adam and Eve were created in the same time. Adam, okay? God created them, male and female. The point, I don't know how to draw, forgive me, uh, Let's put it male, female, and let's put, let's say those are human beings, okay? It's not correct, actually. One second, let me correct it. Okay, but I don't know how to create human, so let's say that's the nose, okay? <laughs> or the ears, no. Okay, so I don't know how to get it, but you understand, that's the profile from the side. Okay, so now they are back to back. They were created as one unit, back to back, one unit. They were never separate, but they were back to back. Try to think there is a glue of your soulmate, they glue to you, but back to back. Before mirror were invented. So what are you missing? What never gonna happen? You can't see each other. 
and can never see their face. If they're not beautiful, you don't miss a lot. <laughs> but if they are, we miss it. We want to see their face, back to back. First, we have to ask the question, why back to back? And what is going on? And you see, the, the male is a little bit taller. It's not just physical. It is physical, but it is, there is a spiritual essence to it. Now, what happened, what happened, this system is exactly the same thing that happened in Rosh Hashanah between us and the Creator, between us and basically the, the, the male and female part of us. So everything is back to back. It's a little bit complicated. I will try to do the best to explain it in the best way I can. All right? So now, to go step by step and separate them, because we have to do a process of separate the back to back, it takes 10 days. 10 days. Very simple, okay? I think that's easy to remember, right? 10 days, and you know between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, 10 days also. So, yeah, I think it's so far simple. So the first day, we are making what we Ashla call the first break, and the second day we do a stronger one, and then it becomes easier. I don't know if you ever work with your hand. I happened before I was a teacher, I, I, I was working with my hand. So when you work with your hand, you learn a lot, not from w books, you learn See, my father made me work from the age 12, you know, in building, construction. So when you cut the wood, the wood is not going to be cut until you cut at least 30% of it. You understand? It will not separate. If you cut just a little bit, nothing's going to happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a same thing between the male and the female. So this situation happening in Rosh Hashanah. Now, think about it. It's pretty depressing. You are back-to-back -back with God. You are back-to-back -back with everything in life. It's pretty much bringing a lot of doubts. It's very difficult. Very difficult to believe. You, 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 uh, God said, just trust me. Where are you going? I'm in your back. I'm stick to your back, back-to-back. -back. So why? We need to understand why. So I'm going to take you to Shar Kavanot, or Gate of Meditation, Gate of Pray. And um, I'm going to explain why they happen to be back-to-back. -back. Why God created them like that. The reason God make them back to back, The back of the person, and I'm going to try to make it as much as I can clear, is all judgment. Your back is judgment. Your front is chasadim, is mercy. Okay? Mercy, back. That's why um, the back, this is the back. Okay? So <laughs> you want to deal with the front when you want to press it. All right? Vem shemot elokim kanoda. Vaklipot nechazot botam achoraim. The klipot, the dark side, cannot get connected to the panim, cannot get connected to the face, cannot get connected to the chasadim. Klipot, the dark side, can only connect to dinim, to judgment. So that's why God has to seal the back-to-back -back of Adam and Eve so it will be no problem that the clipot can uh, disturb between two of them. Is it, is it clear? Okay, I'm sorry if it's getting complicated. I said at the beginning it's not going to be easy, but I'm doing the best I can. 
והנה הם קודם יצירת אדם הראשון היו זכר ונקבה מבחינת פנים בפנים. Some people ask, say רבי חיים ויטל, why God didn't create them face to face right away? היו אחוריהם מגולים. Then the back will be revealed. והיו הקליפות נאחזות בהם מאוד. And then the clipot will start jumping on two of them, will never give them a chance. For me, we learned something on a simple level, I think we all need to take this lesson, that sometimes in life, things don't seem to go the right way. Sometimes in life, you feel you only meeting judgment. Sometimes in life, you wish for things to go a little bit better. But you need to remember that even if God put you in a journey that things don't go better, it's actually to save you from something else. Don't, don't judge the Creator, because the Creator really always in a merciful way loves you. And sometimes it's not going to be understood by me that God loved me. You know, a lot of time I ask myself, I mean, why do I have to go through that? Because God prepared for me something better. So the clipot will not catch them from the back. Now you know why the back to back. דיבוק ממש גמור מן החזה דזר אנפין ולמטה כנודע. ועל ידי כן, אין הקליפות יכולים להיכנס בינתיים, כדי לדחס שם באחוריים שלהם. והרי כל האחורי הנקבה מכוסים, החולה זכר מן החזה. So they ask a question, they say back to back, what happened to the male? The male is a part which his back is revealed, right? See, the ari doesn't leave anything. See, because the male is taller, he has from cater of the male, okay? Till is half of Tiferet. Those of you who know the Sfirot, and I'm sorry, I can't go into details. Do the best you can to study. And I'm sorry for the people at home as well. So, this is from Keter to half of Tiferet. Half of Tiferet. Because Tiferet is always divided to two. Exactly in the chest, everything divided to two. The upper part called Le'ah, and the lower part called Rachel. Now you know why Jacob, who is Tiferet, who is in the chest, had to marry two wives. One is Le'ah, the upper part of Tiferet, and one is Rachel, the lower part of Tiferet. And now you know why when he changed his name from Yaakov to Israel, he stayed with Le'ah and Rachel has to die. Because Rachel died with Yaakov. But Le'ah continued with Israel. Remember he changed the name? Okay, now you know. I mean, I don't want to bring those simple things, but I just want to bring it as like some candies that it helps you to understand better. Okay? So, so what happened here? is revealed, say Dari. So he says, from the chest all the way to his head, from his back, it was revealed. Revealed to us Dari, again, it's not physical, but it's cute even in a physical way, that the male hair in the back are long. So the, It's not physical again, but it's cute even in a physical way. So he had a long hair, and that long hair covered his neck all the way to his chest. Now you know that some men like to, not now in the 70s, they like to keep that hair long. Ad makom rosh ha So his hair was going all the way to the head of the female. Sher bechaze de zeranpin. Vayu gam achorav ha'elionim de zeranpin mitkasim. Toch ha'u kotsa de sa'are animshach vechofef omechase alem. So, this is basic understanding back-to-back. Back. Now, what do we do? Any question? I think it was so far simple, right? Either you understood it now, you know, I had, had a teacher that teach me math. Uh, so, I moved from super bad neighborhood to 
the highest level of high school in Israel where all the rich people live. And, and when I went there, uh, I didn't feel belong because everybody is like super wealthy and I'm coming from really poor or <laughs> neighborhood. And you go there, it's a very good school. So in, 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 uh, you can catch up with the people because they study better than me. So it was a teacher, I will always mention his name. His name is David Ben David. David Ben David took us, he saw that we are smart, but we don't have the tools. And he give hours for free to the student and he sit with us and teach us math. And I always mention his name because he used to say, you know, when he teaches us privately, like a group of people. And he said, if you're quiet, either nobody understood anything or either I did a great, a good job. I, I love that. The way he spoke, he was one of the greatest teachers who influenced me a lot in, uh, in 10th grade, or 9, 9 to 10th grade. He, he saved, saved my life in the academic, you know? So now, what we're doing, during that 10 days, we're doing something called Nesira. Nesira is a very simple thing. Nesira is mean to, to sow. Am I, am I, with my accent, does it sound correctly? To sow, not to sow like a tailor, to sow, saw. Yeah, with my accent, it sounds the same. I know, I'm sorry. So, So, what exactly happening in the Nesira? So, we have a job now. Our job is to cut this. After we cut this, we need to turn them around. After we turn them around, we need them to hug. And after the hug, we need them to make love. That's our job, basically. Robert heard make love. No, no, I, I can't imagine what I missed before. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, that's supposed to be a male and a female, but I don't know how to draw, so I draw two boxes. That's it. That's what you missed. I don't know how to draw faces of people. So I put two things and that's it. You know, you know, I went to so many courses out to draw and I never got it. Some people got it like right away, don't have it. Anyway, 10 days, we're supposed to separate the male and the female, turn them around on Yom Kippur. Remember, Yom Kippur, they turn around, panim be panim, Sukkot, they become together, okay? And in Sibrat Torah, they make love. And the baby is born when? Splitting of the Red Sea. And the splitting means the splitting of the womb of the woman, and then the baby come out. You like it? I mean, this whole system, it never ends. It's all a holiday together. If I'm going to go into details, I enjoy it, but then we need 10, 11 hours just to go on that. So I'm, I'm giving you like the simple part, okay? So it takes 10 days for, for us to cut them. And of course, the most important days that we cut them away from each other, back to back. They are now back to back and we turn them around to become face-to-face, -face. it's the Rosh Hashanah. On Rosh Hashanah, in the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we cut in Keter. In the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we cut in Chochmah. And then that. But remember, I need you please to be aware of that. And I will say it one time, if you don't cut it, it's okay too. If we say, uh, can I stand for the camera? Is it okay for me to stand? Yeah. Okay. If we say, They are back to back, and again, the male, okay? So the male has 
start from Keter and end up in Malchut. Okay? The female starting in, okay, this is um, the upper half of Tiferet and the lower half of Tiferet. And here is the Keter of the female. And this is, by the way, it's back to back, okay? Back to back. You need to understand what's going on. So the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we need to, to start cutting this area. Now, some of you will say, are we cutting this area? No, this area already been separated from the female. The whole purpose is to basically separate the male from the female and then put them together. Is that clear? Okay. So, why we call it Rosh Hashanah? What is Rosh in Hebrew? Anybody know Hebrew? Head. Head, very good. Head. So, what is Shana? Here. But is Shana is a female or male? Female. So who are we talking about? Head. Head. The head of the female has to be Rosh Hashanah. Now you know why you call the only day Rosh Hashanah. It's not Happy New Year. It's talking about the head of the female that we need to separate. It's reminding us what is our mission here. Our mission is to separate the head of the female and then slowly, slowly to go down all the way here on the end of this. This is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is in the end. And in Yom Kippur, we are turning them around face to face. The same relationship with God. On Yom Kippur, us and God, we are looking at each other. Rosh Hashanah, we are back to back. That's what's difficult. That's why we call the holiday Kese. Kese means it's covered. Okay, Fashtei, Kafish, Atiendo, all the other situation. Comprendo, Faheme, Fahebe. Okay? I don't know how to say it in Russian. Minimayel? Ponimayel. 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 It's, you can tell the weather in the country when they talk. You know, Russia, is, it's too cold, so they have to say the words fast. <laughs> it's interesting, you know, I feel like it's like... <laughs> yeah. In Hebrew, in Hebrew, like you go to war. Bevin! Bevin! Anyway, so the whole idea of now doing those shofar and pray and everything, is to slowly, slowly sow, so that thing, so saw, saw, the female from the male and the male from the female and turn them around. That's what we're doing. It's very important to understand. How does it happen? With the shofar and with the pray, the pray is a very important part in Rosh Hashanah, but it doesn't happen by itself. That's the bad news and the good news. The bad news, what if you're not uh, in a mood to do it? <laughs> Problem. There is no such a thing. So everybody you catch from the street, pull them by the ears, bring them. You're saving their life. Because they will, they might need to face something in this year. And you can fix it on 48 hours. You can fix the whole thing. Fix it already. And if the person don't know that that's what's going on, it can be just a blowing of saxophone. It means nothing. 
the shofar has to be done with the kavanot, with the right meditation. You know, the right meditation. You know, I used to uh, uh, go a lot with the rav before the shofar and after the shofar alone. And the rav used to make me <laughs> laugh. I tell you, because Michelle always tell me, I have to tell us one story every time. But this one is a little funny. So after the shofar, I go with the rav to the rooms. I said, can you come with me? And somebody uh, from Brazil, I think, wanted to introduce the Rav to the biggest massage therapist. So, so I whispered, you know, it's the next to the Rav. Now I can tell you a lot of stories. So, Rav, are you into it? So, no, but it seemed like the guy really excited about it, so we cannot say no to that. So we go in there, and the Rav hardly can walk. He <laughs> sit on the chair. <laughs> so the chair, and the person is huge, huge. And he go with his hand, <laughs> so I speak to the Rav what are we doing? So I'm suffering like never before. Should I tell him something? No, look at his face, he's really happy. How can I tell him something? I don't know what to do. <laughs> In the end, for the second day, come to the shofar. So he's very serious with the crowd and this. So he takes me, he says, Yeah, I'll come here. You want to see my leg? Nobody should see it. He showed me it's all blue. <laughs> We laughed this time. But, you know, I'm bringing that story so you know some inside story with the Rav. It's funny. And in the same time, you have to do it in a, in a war way. So you need to get into Rosh Hashanah with, with the right consciousness, what you're doing, okay? Very important. Why, why is the male taller? I mean, I'm what can I, He took hormones. What can I do? I mean, I don't know. Why is the male taller? It's the Eran Pin. It's closer to Bina. We don't talk about the physical shape. What's closer to Bina? Malchut or Zeranpin? Zeranpin. Zeranpin closer to Bina has to go to Bina. It's a system. There's not just that. This, I'm showing you just that. Where is Bina sitting? Now Bina sitting on top of it. So this part going inside Bina. And then there is a whole, I'm not, unfortunately, I don't have that much time to tell you everything. So there is a whole system of what's happening. And it's tremendous beauty. beauty. It's a beauty to know the system. Bottom line, when you go to Rosh Hashanah and you know what's going on, and you understand the shofarot, and by the way, to listen to shofar is more a mitzvah, more of a precept than to blow the shofar. I didn't know it until uh, this week or last week. I studied, I started studying the halachot, the, the, the rules of that. I said, wow, I never knew that listening to shofar. And then I said, where is the proof? And you sit in the blessing that you make, Lishmoa kol shofar. It doesn't say to blow shofar. It says to listen to shofar in the blessing. So, so the people who are listening actually are more important than the person who's blowing. And I never knew it. The one blowing is become a messenger for them. And that's why he gets forgiven. But the one who's listening, they are the one who determine what's going to happen to the group for the whole year. So I, I want you to understand. It's all about working together. We are working together, Oshana. That's what it's all about, to work together. There is no important person, you know? I was once uh, uh, introduced to a, a Mormon, I don't know if a priest, I don't know what Mormon I have, a priest or a minister, I don't know what it is. It was in Boca Raton. So I went to see He's selling pianos. He's one of those people who gave me a great lesson in my life. And I said, what are you doing? I'm saying, I'm the head of the church. So you're selling piano. I said, yes. And they're very good at the Bible. They said to me, in the Bible it say, 
should have a job. You cannot have just spirituality. So it's true. It is say that it's also the law. That's what it say. That's why it says six days you should work and the seven you should rest. What about the six day work? Everybody forget about that part, right? And then I said to him, may I ask, how is it work in your church? What exactly you do? So of course, thank you for asking me. He said, well, as the rabbi, not the rabbi, the priest, I don't know what it's called. When I give lecture, I go on stage. When I pray, I go with the people. And it touched me a lot. It stayed with me for seven years. So I said, why is that? So when you pray, you're not different than anybody. But when you give a lecture, you're sharing with them. So you are somebody. But after a lecture, step down right away. Get among the crowd, whatever your job is. So remember, they want to blow the shofar, the chazan, the pray, the reading, the Torah. Same. We're all the same. They just happen to know how to do it. That's it. They just happen to know how to do it. It's very important to remember that. Very important. There's no difference among us. We are just chose to do a different job. Okay? No different. Stay this way. And it's continue like that. Why are we doing that Nesira? Why are we doing that sowing? Sowing? Sowing. Why are we doing it? Echad, ulamshich kol adinim sheyesh beketar shebo, velitnam beketar sheba. We take all the judgment that exists for the whole year from the Eranpin and we, forgive me for saying it, dump it into Malchut. Or giving into Malchut. He said, don't dump. He said, litnam, to give. And 10 days, that's all the judgment go to Malchut. That's one thing. After that, it say that while that happened, the first day of Rosh Hashanah when Adam were created, as If you remember, God put Adam to sleep, and then he created Eve. You remember that part? And that's why I gave lecture this Shabbat that I explained Eve is higher than Adam. Why she's higher? Because she was created from the bone or the rib of Adam, and Adam was created from the dirt. So because he was created from the dirt, he's lower. She was created from what God created from the dirt, and that's why she's higher. You understand? That's what explains you. The entire year, Zeran Pin is giving the judgment to, to the female. The entire year. The male gives to the female the judgment. That's why when a woman gets married to a man, after the first intercourse, kiss and hug, as known by Kabbalists, is half of his judgment been given to her. It's not, not a choice. It's the way it works. Okay? Half of his judgment going to the command, then she has to deal with it. So she starts changing. She doesn't know why she's changing. You know? But because women have the 30 days of period, where they able to download the, 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 the negativity, they have to process the main negativity they with and deal with it and learn to deal with it. That's why I always tell, you know, women, I said, when you're dating, be careful, you know, have a distance of 40 days. Don't, don't date more than one man in a 40 days because then all the energy of judgment goes into you and it stays. And then, balagan, it's a mess. It's creating not good. 
Okay? So, anyway. So, first, she's receiving from the Eran Pin the judgment or the dinim. But because the Eran Pin now put to sleep, where is he going? He's, becoming, he's going back to his mama. So, he is asleep. So, he has become, we empty all his negativity and judgment and we put him to sleep and we give her the judgment. She now will start receiving judgment from who? From mama, from the mother-in-law. But when the mother-in-law give judgment, Bina is harsh judgment, it's called. Harsh judgment. When he give judgment, is sweet judgment. Okay, remember, Zeran Pin is asleep. So when we start Rosh Hashanah before the first blowing, Bina is dumping, not dumping, giving all the dinim into Malchut, and all the harsh judgment is coming into Malchut. And we, who are the people of Malchut, has to deal with it. We are the people of this physical kingdom, has to deal with that. אבל אתה שנפלה עליה על הפתרתמה, נסתלקו ממנו אימא אילה וכבצרו ממנו המוחין, תוך התפשטות דצח עוד אימא אילה בו כנודע. ואחר הסתלקותו מתוכו מתפשט אימא אילה בחינת הנצח עוד שבא, תוך הנקבה עצמה. ואותם הגבורות, דעתרת הגבורה, נמשכים אליה על ידי הבינה, שלא על ידי זר אלפין. So now, everything is coming from בינה. או כמו שזה נאמר, זה היטב בבקשת המפיל לחבלי שינה. So I'm just going to explain it in a different place. והנה ביום א' דראש שנה, כל הגבורות שהן בכתר שלו, עד סיום כל התפארת שבו נסרו לתנו אליה בכתר שבה. So the first day, from here, from כתר, תאף אף תפארת, going to air כתר. And then we, with the shofar and the prey, has to cut it. Then, אף אף תפארת, till the first part of נצח, okay? Going to air חוכמה, we need to cut it. That's the second day. And then it go all the way down, until כפרות. Until יום כיפור. יום כיפור, פאק! They are no longer back to back. Alright? So, let's see how we're doing with time. Oh, it took me a long time to explain that. Um, yeah, maybe I can skip now to another section. You have any questions before I'm jumping? Yeah? No? Is it no because you didn't understand the words I was saying, or how are we doing there? How are we doing? Let me put the glasses because I don't see your faces and expression. So, Alan, are you able to capture some of it? Okay, okay. How are you doing, Robert? It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in, okay, okay. Okay, it's like a big pill. All what we gotta do, we gotta listen to it on the audio. Okay, so tomorrow when you go to the gym, just put it on, listen to it, and whatever you can capture, capture, okay? The general idea, back to back, Zer and Pin, the male, go to sleep, we put him to sleep, we take all his judgment, put it into her, and plus Bina is now giving judgment. We blow Shofar, the Shofar has few sound, we have Tekiah, which is Chesed, where is the Shofar, it's behind me somewhere. We have Tekiah, the first Tekiah is Chesed, second Tekiah is Yaakov, and in between, that's the issue we're dealing with. Shvarim is the harsh judgment. Teruah is the easygoing judgment. Okay? Michelle, is it fit your note? Oh, you've given the big one. <laughs> Where I'm going to put it. Okay, so this sound. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so 
this sound, okay, this sound, I'm sure you know, you're familiar. So you see it's flat, it's normal. In between, and the last, the last sound is the same. In between, we have to hear that sound, okay? Either this way, that's shvarim, or teruah, it's like, okay? So you will see, when you come to Rosh Hashanah, you will see that my children are a little bit harsh on me. I'm allowed them, so don't judge my kids. They, they don't let anything pass by until it will be perfect. So don't judge them. They will say, no, no good, again. And they will repeat again, 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 until it will be perfect. Because they count how many seconds, they count how many broke. So it has to be perfect because it's better we spend half an hour more and the year will be easy than just go and make sound and everybody go to eat. We need to work. It's a, it's a fight. <laughs> what can I do? You know? So, and the idea is to understand that the first tekiya, the first sound, this actually sound is chesed. The last tekiya is called rachamim, mercy, or if you want, tiferet. So Ravashla call it mercy, the Kabbalists call it tiferet. So you need to know the language, it's a language. Chesed, tekiya, okay? The last tekiya, so it's a sandwich. In between, you put whatever you want. Either you put salad, no, I'm joking. Either you put shvarim uh, truah, uh, which is two of them, all right? And or you put shvarim uh, or you put ruah on. Is that clear or you want me to, to devast, you, you okay? Okay, I show you a set. This is the set of chesed, it's shvarim ruah in the middle. When it's a set of gvura, it's shvarim in the middle. When it's set of tiferet, it's teruah in the middle. I lost you. It's very important you understand it because you need to know what you're dealing with because Trua is much easier, Gvurot, much easier judgment. But Shvarim, those are harsh judgment. Yes, please. You're going to repeat this on Rosh Hashanah, yeah. Uh, the explanation, I will be more negotiating on Rosh Hashanah than explaining it because Rosh Hashanah, it's kind of uh, the war is happening. So they say in the Israeli army, doing the war, you don't think. Doing exercise, you think, you study, but doing, when the war begins, you're not allowed to right. think. Theoretically, the effect happens whether one completely yeah. understands yeah. what it Yeah, yeah. Once you hear, boom, gone. Yeah. Once you, all what you do is to hear, close your eyes, and either support the blower, you know, say, God, please help, or uh, uh, hear it and say, Help me to become a better person. You know, both ways work. Doesn't matter what you do. Don't worry on Rosh Hashanah if you're selfish. Don't worry for Rosh Hashanah if you're bad. Don't worry for Rosh Hashanah you are righteous. Don't worry, don't worry about nothing. Because you are in a war. And if you're in a war, you start judging yourself, you're gonna lose. Even in a war, you're gonna hate yourself, you lose. Even in a war, you're gonna find what's wrong with you, you lose. No time for that. You wanna do it, do it now. One Sunday night coming in, you're gonna celebrate like crazy. The Zohar said, the Zohar here said that when Rosh Hashanah coming in, the way that you are actually behave, the same way Bina, above the Arpin, will deal with you. So if you are reflect happiness and joy, and many people ask, how can I be happy when it's back to back, when the judge, when there is a file, when everything is against me, you will be happy for one thing. 
The creator himself love you. The creator himself look at your file. The creator himself want you to win. The creator himself is taking care of all the problem you have. You have to celebrate that moment. You must celebrate that moment. You cannot sit there and cry and what's wrong with me. Even Dari said that during the shofar, people will cry. That's mean that somebody knock on God's door and offering your file, your negative file. If you cry for no reason. Dari said that's the moment actually the file being present to God to be complained about you. That's why you cry. And so that if it's come by itself, okay, you suddenly find yourself like, why am I crying? So now it's the time they're actually there. So don't be upset with that. Those tears are okay. But don't turn it into depression and sadness. Understand it's natural. Don't stay in it for too long. You know? Continue to pray. Continue to do the shofar. Continue to do the best you can. All right? Good. Happy. Oh, look at this now. Okay, we put it here. All right. So, a little more. No, Debbie, Debbie, it's okay. No, no, I love it. I like it. It's a nice atmosphere. Shofar, tea, this, that. I like that. It's, it's real. It's more, that's the way it is, you know? Anyway, uh, any question before I move to another subject? Please, don't be shy to ask. Yes? I cannot hear you. What? Jacob is tekiah, the second tekiah. Every, let me show you. Every set starts like this, look. So it starts with tekiah and end up with tekiah. The first tekiah is chesed, which is Abraham. The last tekiah is Jacob, which is rachamim, mercy. In between, we have Isaac. We got to make sure we binding him correctly. Because the binding of Isaac happened on Rosh Hashanah. The birthday of Isaac is when? Rosh Hashanah. The story we read from the Torah on Rosh Hashanah is what? The story of Isaac. Everything is about Isaac and Rosh Hashanah. Because what we're doing to our left column, what are we doing to our vote? What are we doing to our judgment? We're binding them. We're not killing them. All right? Let me change a little bit the subject, so a little bit of piece of information. The Zohar here in Emor write to us that you need to know what happened in Rosh Hashanah. It's not only the day that God created Adam. The only universe is going back to Wednesday. Wednesday. What if it's not falling on Wednesday? What exactly happened on Wednesday? Who know what was created on Wednesday? On the sun and moon. Ah, very good. Very nice, very nice. You love Wednesday. <laughs> so the sun and the moon. What exactly happened between the sun and the moon? I repeat a thousand times. What exactly happened? Do you remember the story with the sun and the moon? Huh? She complained. The moon is a she. Yeah, they call her she. Levana. Levana. In Spanish also, luna. La luna. It's a more female. No? Levana. So, God created the sun and the moon. The moon went to God and say, how can it be two rulers in one heaven? Any other place, you put one king, one queen, and that's it. Why you put two kings in one sky? Because it wasn't like today. The sun and the moon were equal. It was no different. So God said to the moon, go make yourself smaller. 
not nice. All the Talmud, all the Zohar asked that question. Why? I said the truth. I didn't attack God. I just say I don't think we should be because two kings in one kingdom fight. You be here, you be here, because everything is separated. The ground separated from the water, the high rainwater from the well water. You read Genesis, you find it. Sun and the moon together. And what it say? The two big light. God created the two big light. But light in Hebrew, me'orot, can be translated as the same word as me'era. Me'era with Aleph mean curse. The two big curse or the two big light. What is hidden within this story? The moon, which is a female, represents malchut. The sun, which is male, represents Pin. Very good. Zeranpin get the light through something you may have heard this term called Or de Chasadim. Light of mercy. To explain it in a simple way, if you know electricity, there is electric wire made of copper, and there is electricity. Do you see the electricity? Do you see the copper? The copper is called Or de Chasadim. The electricity called Or de Chokhmah. What's more important? Electricity. The copper just is mobile, is, is, is taking the electricity from one place to another. Is, is that clear? Very simple. So the moon in the, when, on Wednesday didn't have something to carry the energy. When you don't have something to carry the energy, it's called or the chokmah, light, if you want to know the words in English, light of wisdom. Zeranpin, or the sun, if you wish, and only light of mercy, which means just the copper. So there is some value to it, but it's, of course, not even close to having all the electricity. Now, to have all the energy without a way to capture it, create problem. It's almost like lightning. You cannot capture lightning. It will explode. You cannot capture lightning. If you will find a battery that will capture lightning, it will like the entire Los Angeles. And I'm sure Elon, what is them, Elon Musk working on capturing some lightning, right? But try to understand how powerful it is, but there is nothing to capture it. Malchut was working, it's called left column energy, and cannot be captured. I'm going to go into more details now. Zeranpin or the sun, energy is very small, but you can capture it. The original system of the creator was like Malchut, not like Zeranpin. I repeat again. The original way how God created the world was not with a filter. God's original creation of God was no filter. Or the Chokhmah only. But if God will create the universe only or the Chokhmah, nobody will make it. Because there is no, no place to capture it. There is no value to it. Okay? Now, what do we do? What exactly we need to do? So God said to the moon, make yourself smaller. Now you know why the nekeva, the female, is smaller. We take the gimel rishonot, we take keter chokhmah bina of the female, we cut them off. This is, this is not this explanation, this is a different one, or what happened on Wednesday. And then 
the female will need the male for energy. And we union, we create a union between them. That union, by the way, if you want to know what the name for that union, it's called center column energy. Now you know what center column stands for. Now let me give you the same story in a simple way. Abraham gave birth to a son named Isaac. Abraham represents chasadim, chesed, giving, like the son. Isaac represents all the chokmah. Isaac is the strongest thing ever lived. He is like the original way how God created the world. God say, you got to get rid of the left column. Meaning, go kill your son in the, in the story. But it's not really go kill your son. The left column, we, can, we cannot end the left column. Because after the Timtum, those of you who studied the Timtum, left column has no, no room. It will explode everything. It's like lightning going every second. Nobody can, can survive. So, Avram go and binding his son. Binding him. Not killing him, binding him. So what he does to the left column, in binding it. And if you look at the details, I wish one day you will read it to yourself. It say, let's take some trees. Why do we care if you take trees or you didn't take trees? For the fire and all this and that. The trees is actually Jacob. To bring the center column between two of them. Because tree, two bishvat, tree go against gravity. That's all is Jacob. Yes? You with me so far? Good. So that union of Avram binding Isaac, that's actually the story we're going to read on Rosh Hashanah. Now you know why. Because what we do in Rosh Hashanah with the shofar, we are making sure, remember the advisor, the negative advisor of God, the dark Lord, is coming and say, your people use only Keter, Chokmah, and Bina, or Gimel Rishonot, of Malchut. Every time you sin, you want to know why you sin? Because you want the original light that God created the world with. The way that God created the world with was without Timtum, without contraction. It was only 10 spirot of Malchut, pure light. So what do we do when we steal, when we cheat, when we're not nice, when we're jealous? We're getting a piece of that light from Keter Kuchmabina of Malchut. So who is in charge of us not doing it? That dark Lord. So he come with a fire and say, hey, 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 God, where the deal? That person is only into Gimel Rishonot. He's only in Ketokum Abinah and Malchut. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. He's all day long there. That's all what he's doing. Pulling all the light from there. No restriction. Not trying to be chained. Not trying to become a better person. Nothing. Just this Gimel Rishonot. Problem. So here comes Rosh Hashanah. We take the shofar. <laughs> And there is a system now within the shofar, within those sound, that we are actually, we are actually doing few things. From the malchut, from where we are, we are deactivating the gimel rishonot of malchut. That's why it says ben kesel We're covering it, and we move the system of malchut to join the eran pin because the shofar is Bina. Okay, the Shofar is Bina. The sound is the Eran Pin, is the male energy. Okay, the male energy. So when you hear that sound, it's activating a force that canceling the negativity that you were 
sucking from Keter Chumabina Malchut and put it again back together. The same system that God said to the moon, go make yourself smaller. So when God said to the moon, go make yourself smaller, it's not about moon becoming smaller, it's about moon losing the Keter Chumabina Malchut. Now you know what means smaller, okay? I know I lost you with so much information. I look at your eyes like, what is going on? You're going to listen to it later. <laughs> That's a different subject. I will answer you after that. I want to stay on that because it's a heavy subject. I want to make sure we're staying on that. Okay? Is that clear? Just what I say. I want you to stay on what I say because it's enough for the brain of what I say. So, all that system, Biuradvarim, Kvariadata Beta Tikunim Anesim, Tell us, Rav Ashlag, there is two tikkunim that you do by the shofar. Echad, le'orer yetziat kavem tzai. Your job is to awakening center column energy. That's what you're doing with the shofar. Ze ba ze. Abet achar sheyatzu gimel kavim binam nechlulu ze meze. Mamshichim otam bimkot ze ranpim. Omnam tzarich lizkor bekol ze sheikara nerza mitkiat ha-shofar ulemaet kaf smol. Mi gimel rishonot. Tell us, Rav Ashlag, in the entire shofar blowing, you have to think how I'm cutting the ketachma binah of malachut. If you don't think about it, you're missing it. Okay, you have to remember that. You gotta think about it. Velevatel et dinav akashim animshachim migar the small elu. Because all the judgment that happened to people, all the problem happened to people coming from ketachma binah of malachut. It's required by you to memorize it. It's required by you to understand it. Nobody will save you for that. You know, even the blowing of shofar and praying, it's all nice. But you got to work hard. Remember, in Kabbalah, there is only two levels. Memory and understanding. You have to remember, only two. You either need to remember or you need to understand or both. I always say it when I teach Rav Ashlag. Memory and understanding. Memory, and how do you remember? Repeat a thousand times. Thousand times. Thousand again and again and again. How do you understand it? You keep asking, you keep studying, you keep... Because sometimes your memory is, remember, but you don't understand. But later on, you will. Okay? Yes, yes, please. Can you say one more time what are we doing? The Gimel Rishonot, meaning Malchut. You know what Gimel Rishonot is? The first three, you know that language? The first three Sfirot of Malchut, of left column, we are basically... Cutting it, okay? The kolot and the sound that elevated, we actually activating judgment. Look at that. The sound are actually judgment, but those judgment, the only way you can remove the ketokhmabina of Malchut is by activating judgment that come from the shofar. You don't go to that war with mercy, you go to that war with judgment. Because the only way you can actually do that system is by blowing the shofar and turning that judgment into the judgment come by you. And when it's come by you, you canceling the Gibra Rishonot, you put the two forces together, you got them all together. Okay, time for story. Are you good? I want to relax your brain a little bit to take you to a different level. Yeah, I know, I know, it's not easy. Not easy. It's not a motivation class tonight. I told you, whoever came in, I told you. Now, let me tell you. Yes, Nicole. So, to kill something, you have to put it in. To kill who? Like, no, like, to use judgment to kill a judgment. Just 
Mm, um, I don't have to kill, but those sounds that come out are judgment sound, especially the shvarim and truah. So the shvarim and truah, the one in the middle, they are go, okay, shvarim is taking care of the judgment that come from Bina. Truah is taking care of the dinim, the judgment that come from Malchut. That's as much as I can tell you. Let me tell you a story. You all know the story with Jacob, Esau, and Isaac when he stole the blessing. You remember that story? Yes. Remember, it's a very simple story. Let me tell you the story in a different angle, okay? Let's try to do a POV of the camera, change it, and see it from different aspects, okay? Isaac, God. Isaac is God. Esau, persecutor sitting next to God, and he tried to find what's wrong with us. What does Isaac tell his son, Esau? He said, go and find me matamim. Go and find me something good to eat. The good to eat means whatever people do wrong, so I wouldn't like to make this universe the universe of truth, so we can judge them. Rivka, the mother or the wife, take her son, Jacob, and said to Jacob, you go and tell your father, get the food before Esau come back. What does Isaac say to his son Jacob before he bless him? It's a famous verse. He's confused and he looks, he, he doesn't see, by the way. The reason he doesn't see it, the Zohar said, because Esau was there, and Esau is the dark side. So the dark side effect so much that God even don't want to see the negativity, how much negativity there is. So he said that God closed his eyes. So he said that Isaac was blind. But what is Isaac said when Jacob come and he touch him? What did he say? Yes, but and nobody say he say something about. I forgot the second part. The second part. That's the main thing. Yes, the voice. Yadaim, Yadaisav, Akol, Kol Yaakov. The hand, it feels like Esau. But the voice, because he was wearing the coat of Nimrod, mm -hmm. that Nimrod stole from Adam Arishon. This is the jacket that protects you from everybody. What does that mean, Akol, Kol Yaakov? The sound is the sound of Jacob. This is the sound. And Yaakov is the center corner. So the Torah tried to teach us that Rosh Hashanah, the persecutor is hunting. He's looking. But all what he got to do is Rivka, which is the Shekhinah, which is the female aspect of God, coming to us and say, please, just do it a little bit earlier. Go, do the shofar, do the kol Yaakov, do the pray, pray and do the shofar. And when Esav comes, it will be a little bit late because you're going to take the blessing. It sounds like we're cheating the system. There is a rabbi, uh, one of the greatest rabbis from Eastern Europe. One of them is buried in Poland, the Kotzke Rebbe, one of the greatest of all time. And Rabbi Levitz, Rabbi Berdichov, that's in Ukraine, Baal Shem Tov. They all explain it like this. They say, 
if you want to go to the roof, you need to use a ladder. But the ladder that you use cannot stand still straight. If you put it straight, you're going to fall. It has to be a little bit, in Hebrew we say, akum. It has to be not straight. Because if you want to go to the next level and you try to be straight, you're going to fall. Because the dark side will not let you do it. You have to find a way to do it. So the Talmud write about it. And the Talmud says, In a tricky way, you can do war against the dark side. If you're going to go in an honest way, this, you're never going to make it. Where do we learn it from? Jacob and Lavan. Remember Lavan is father-in-law? He had to cheat. Jacob tricked him with the sheep and the goat, and he tricked him, and that's the way he lived. So we see that once you fight with a snake and you're going to go straight, you're going to lose. Once you know you are in front of a snake, you have to come up with a concept. You have to come up with a whole new idea. How am I getting out of it? How are we doing with time? Debbie, you want me to continue? Ten minutes? Okay. So I'm just going to continue ten minutes, as you heard. And, by the way, just to let you know, the blower of the shofar has few meditation. I mean, there's thousand meditation, but shofar, the word shofar is meditation. The, the hand, the right hand that's holding has 14 joint. The upper lips have been meditation, the lower, the gum, the teeth, the throat, okay? So you need to know everything. Every cheek has to have a med different meditation. So that's why you're going to see that my children show me with the finger, you forgot to do this cheek or you forgot to do this. So sometimes it's hard and I do to them, like, come on. Because I tell them before, don't let me go when I'm tired. You have to do it. So every part of that meditation creates a harmony, a perfect, perfect, perfect ear. And in the same time, the mind has to be not thinking just about the letter and things start to happen by itself. Um, after we blow the shofar, and it say, all the dinim become memutakim. All the judgment becomes sweet. We sweet all the judgment. So let's say here you have memory of something bad you did for the whole year. So let's say you did 210 negative things. That's been taken, because what is there on pin is your connection to any light you want, light of good or bad. So it's like a pipe. So you, through the pipe, you're receiving. So the pipe is full of issues. So you take that issues, you clean the pipe perfectly, and you give it now to Malchut. So this is, and we give him injection to go to sleep. Okay, in the morning, he sleep. There is no therapy. Basically, based on the Ari, you're dead in the morning. When you wake up, you're not wake up alive. You're dead. So the, the Ari asks, how come, the Zohar asks, how come you're alive? He said, there is kista de chayuta. Kista de chayuta means pocket of life. So God gives you a little bit of pocket of life to maintain yourself till the shofar, so you can make it. So kista de chayuta. This is go to sleep. Now bina. After this, put all the negativity and the judgment that we created. Bina also come with all the <laughs> bag. Say, okay, we'll give you this too. So that's why in the morning, before the shofar, you feel things. But don't let your mind go. 
Those of you who carry phone, try to leave the phone at home. Those of you who carry the, the, the watch, or leave it. Just leave everything. Concentrate 48 hours, all the energy you can. All the energy you can, nothing else. And then, when you blow the shofar the first day, that's why you can't sleep. Once you wake up in the morning, you can't sleep till the, the meal is over, the meal of the afternoon. Once this, all, everything is over, then you can go to sleep, okay? Then you can go to sleep. Some people don't sleep in the first day. They only sleep in the second day. These two traditions, both of them are correct. Doing Rosh Hashanah, you don't speak bad about yourself for 48 hours. Whatever you're going to say bad about yourself will be used against you for the whole year. You cannot say bad things about yourself doing in the table. And if you capture somebody, please help them. Say, don't speak bad about yourself. Not even in a funny way. You are walking in, sitting here, we're going to set up tables and food and fun, and sit there like you own that. It's the best. I'm the best. You know, you don't have to say I'm the best with ego, but inside of yourself, you have to believe. Because, and when in the morning, when you do the prayer and you say, Chatanu, Pashanu, you know, you whisper all the things, you're not allowed to say it loud on Rosh Hashanah. You whisper it. Lari said, Rabbi Chaim Vitter say, I used to be next to my teacher, and you never hear him say the words of what he did wrong. And he asked him, he said to him, because if I say it, then the dark side said to God, excuse me, the guy just admitted, why are we waiting? <laughs> why are we waiting? There is no reason to wait for Shofar. He said he did. Yeah, let's take care of business. So, mm, nothing. Okay? Uh, um, a few more things before we close the camera. So, Put a smile on your face, on your Shana. Be happy. Be generous. Uh, if you're wearing glasses, try not to wear glasses if you can walk without glasses. Because if you judge somebody in the crowd, it also activates judgment. Or look at the floor. One of the things I do, look at the floor. It's wonderful. Look at your shoes. And the dead people talk. And Because once you see something wrong and you judge them, your mind will go there. So uh, I tell you last story. Before we go, there is a story about, um, you know what the Shmek Tabak is? Shmek Tabak? There is like a, it's a, it's like a silver box, and people in the old time used to sniff the tobacco. Snuff. Snuff, it's called snuff. It's like a little box like this. So in many communities, Jewish communities, they used to use that silver box, and they, they do it on Rosh Hashanah, okay? And uh, people who don't know it, they think they have cocaine there or something like this. But when they smell it, it smells like, like soap, okay? So in Rosh Hashanah, while they, everybody pray very seriously and crying and trying, one of the people who has a spectacle has a pocket, and it fell. And the entire prey of Amidah, instead of focusing on the prey, he tried to reach it. The person who prayed next to him couldn't stand it. Like he tried to pray and he looked at him. And he hated him. He hated him so bad. In the end of Rosh Hashanah, they used to go to Rabbi Elimelech to ask him, how was my prey? So he took that person who judged, not the person that the thing fell. He said, I need to talk to you. So what's going on? He said, there is a decree in heaven about what you did wrong. So what did I do wrong? He said, that person... The angels say that you judged him. What happened? So, well, 
We're praying. Everybody praying. Thousands of people praying. This guy busy with this silver thing the entire prayer. How could I not judge him? This is wrong. So the rabbi looked at him again and said to him, in Hoshana, you can only be judged if you judge others. You have to know do tshuva. And on Hoshana Rabbah, I'm going to check your shadow. If your shadow is not complete, you got to do something more than that. And he said to him, how bad it is. So he tell him it's very bad because your life is in danger. You have a decree of death. So this, this guy, of course, fast between Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Because, you know, if you do Ta'anit, Ta'anit is only when you fast from the morning to night. You cancel all the negativity you did. Every day before, between Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, you can cancel any negativity you did if you fast. So that's why a day after Rosh Hashanah, you have what we call Tzom Gedaliah, that people fast. Ta'anit only, not the whole day. In the morning, you wake up, like, let's say, it's 6, from 6 in the morning till 6 in the evening. It's 12 hours. But that fast, if you meditate, cancel all the negativity. So there's are many companies don't eat during the day in this time. So they can remove any problem that they ever did. And he did that. And he stay alive. And uh, that, that story the rabbi teach that a lot of time we judge people for something they did wrong. But we are the one who get judged more. Just, just be careful. Just be careful, okay? Just be careful. Right now it's Elul. Elul is soft. It's, uh, everybody get a chance. You still have a chance, don't worry about it. Hoshana Inter, Monday morning specifically, I don't want to know, I don't want to look, you're right, I'm wrong, <laughs> whatever you say, I don't want to <laughs> break. So you are, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You took my tea, take it. You took my tea, yes. You sit in my seat, yeah, absolutely. Where am I sitting? You know, like, don't go there. After Hoshana, you want to go to fight, uh, still not good, but if you want to do it, do it. But just be careful. Just be careful. The 48 hours, be careful. Be careful. Okay, guys, we don't have time. I'm sorry I, I condensed so many pieces of information, but I had to do it this way. I had to do it this way, okay? So, Shana Tova. Shana Tova to the people at home. Shana Tova to people here.